Hi, welcome to you, me, and TV. I'm Mike. I'm Gia. And today we're going to be talking about the pilot episode of Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls was created by Amy Sherman Palladino and premiered on the WB on October 5th, 2000. Gilmore Girls aired for seven seasons and was revived by Netflix for a four-episode miniseries, Gilmore Girls A Year in the Life, in 2016. And all seasons and the miniseries are available to stream on Netflix. And so, hey, let's start off by reading that Netflix description. And it's a good one, Gia. (laughs) So here we go. Life dreams, boyfriends, intrusive relatives, a single mom and her daughter navigate a tricky path in life with humor. What do you think oh, about boy. that Netflix description, Gia? <laughs> so you're you're a big fan of Gilmore Girls. I am. What yep. do you think about that? Hi, life dreams. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> if you uh, if you didn't it, life dreams is the first sentence of that. No punctuation between. See, those, I feel like there's dreams. supposed to be a period there because no. life dreams boyfriends no, intrusive relatives. No, I think trying to distinguish between dreams like. But, you know, when you talk about like a dream you had the oh, other yeah. night like before. A daydream though? Like, like a dream about your life. You stop it. It doesn't make any sense. It it makes even less sense when you think they use the word life later on in the description. Yeah, they too. say it twice. So they don't need to specify it there because it's clear. I feel <laughs> It's always clear that you're talking about life for the most part on most right. uh, <laughs> hour long comedy dramas. I Honestly, I feel like this Netflix description was maybe written by a non-native English speaker. It's weird. I think they phoned it in a little bit there. Um, And also, uh, navigate a tricky path in life with humor. Um, A tricky path in life is weird. Like, if somebody... So, let's just... I've not watched the full series. Mm -hmm. I've only seen the pilot and then random episodes while you're watching. So, I've seen some, you know, episodes, but... um, I. Just, I, this isn't a spoiler, we'll get into it a little bit later, but the premise essentially is that you've got, I'll just explain it as best okay. as I can from the pilot. All right. There's a woman in her early 30s, mm-hmm. Lorelai mm-hmm. Gilmore. Mm-hmm. She has a teenage daughter, Rory Gilmore. Mm-hmm. Those are the Gilmore girls. Those are the Gilmore girls. Well, there's <laughs> more Gilmores too, aren't they? There are, but those are the Gilmore girls. Okay, all right. Um, and, uh, well, actually, do her parents that are in it, do they have the last name Gilmore as mm-hmm. well? Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, anyway, Lorelai got pregnant at 16 mm-hmm. and um and that's why she's in her early 30s with a teenage daughter mm-hmm. that's the tricky path in life <laughs> that's i know like a lot somebody of people have it, trickier paths yeah in life. I, so if somebody were to be like tricky. oh yeah I'm, I'm pregnant and i'm only 16 well that's a that's a tricky path you're leading there yeah <laughs> it's weird it's uh it's not a great netflix description it's certainly not, not pulling me in although most no. people i would assume have some familiarity with gilmore girls and and you know mm-hmm. unless you're younger i suppose um but that's not really reeling me in that description there but uh hey let's let's get more into it guys hey <laughs> i you know what Welcome, everybody. Welcome to You, Me, and TV. If this is your first episode listening to the podcast, you were just searching Gilmore Girls and on podcasts and stuff like that, mm-hmm. welcome. This yeah, is welcome. That's awesome. Um, and if you're uh, you know, a listener, a fan of the show, a Dupree, as we call our fans, um, thanks thanks for joining because of You, Me, and Dupree, like mm-hmm. You, Me, and TV. Which, I don't uh, call our fans that. <laughs> I, I call all of them that. <laughs> and uh, and anyway, what we do here is we, we break down first episodes of TV shows, and we also talk a little bit about you and me that's your host mm-hmm. mike and gia and also tv and kind of relate it to our own lives and all that kind of stuff just sort of celebrating those first episodes looking yeah. back on them also kind of deciding is that a show you would watch yeah uh, although that, we've that, mostly only done shows that we really like that's that true podcast. we really so have maybe yeah. someday we'll do one we maybe dislike, we'll we'll, we'll watch we'll a new say, show and we'll be like mm, no thank you this, don't watch this show so far they've all been 
Thumbs up. Thumbs up, yes, uh, <laughs> as Siskel and Ebert would say. Yeah. Or do, I guess. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ebert and Robert. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, let's, uh, should we start talking about this show, Gia? Let's. And I just, yeah, well, I just mentioned, too, that you, you've seen the whole series. Yes. I'm, an, I'm, a, I'm a newbie. I'm a, a Gilmore. Gilmore I'm like a. I don't know what you would. I'm new to Stars Hollow, if you will. Yeah, so yeah. I get the gist because I've seen you You're watch like some Dean stuff in this episode. I am like Dean because yeah. I'm very hot. Very hot and tall. Yeah, <laughs> hot and tall. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let, let's uh, let's get into it. Okay. Um, so just a little bit of background information on the show, if you um, are not too familiar with it. So um, we mentioned that the the show was created by Amy Sherman Palladino, um, working along with her husband Dan Palladino. Both of them had um, worked as writers on, on TV. Um, they both worked on the show Roseanne and some other stuff. Um, and so Amy Sherman Palladino was in a meeting with um, producers at the WB. Um, she pitched a few different uh, ideas for pilots. Um, and then the, the last idea that she ended up throwing out in that meeting was um, for an idea uh, for a show about a mother-daughter relationship where they were more like friends than mother and daughter. And the uh, people at the network were like, great, that's what we want. We'll do that. And um, so she was glad that they wanted to do that. But she also hadn't really given it that much more thought than what she had just told them. Yeah. Uh, so she had to kind of uh, go from there and just build a whole show around that uh, little idea of an unconventional mother-daughter relationship. Do you think some of her other ideas that were shot down or, or the producers were less enthusiastic were things like i want to write a show about a uh, female stand-up comedian in the 1950s um in new york city and, and it's gonna have a multi-million dollar budget and they're gonna talk real quick and all that and they said look we don't have an audience yeah. for that amy yeah, sherman paladino uh, prove prove herself a little first with gilmore girls i think that. so amy sherman paladino if you're unfamiliar is also uh the person behind the marvelous mrs Maisel, mm-hmm. which is on amazon and which we also covered in an earlier episode of the podcast yeah, yeah. So you should check that out mm-hmm. which is that's a fantastic show it as is. well and so is gilmore girls um so that's uh, kind of how she um came up with the idea for gilmore girls um she also was really inspired by um the setting of the show. So the show is set in the fictional town of Stars Hollow, Connecticut. It's a small kind of quirky town um, in New England, um, but it's based on this real life place called Washington Depot, Connecticut. Do you want me to read this quote that you found? Yeah, go for it. Um, This is uh, Amy Sherman Palladino saying, if I can make people feel this much of what I felt walking around this fairy town, I thought that would be wonderful. At the time I was there, it was beautiful, it was magical, and it was feeling of warmth and small-town camaraderie. There was a longing for that in my own life, and I thought, that's something that I would really love to put out there. And so you can you can feel that in this first episode. Mm-hmm. It definitely has. Mm-hmm. They introduce, I mean, I didn't count the amount of characters they introduced, but they introduce like, tons of characters. Yeah, and that's just a handful of the recurring characters who right, will show up yeah. in, the, in the show later on they don't all make it into the pilot but yeah it's a it's a small town full of like quirky people who all kind of are in each other's business but really care about each other yeah and everybody's funny and we've talked uh, about on the podcast before that you love those small town I shows love those. i love them. shows like uh what's that other one that was on not the wb the wb is now the cw mm-hmm. it's, it used to be kind of upn too a little yeah. bit um but uh, on the cw there was oh heart of dixie oh heart of that dixie. was a show you enjoyed yeah. uh, that's not 
I wouldn't call it a good show, but it's a show that I enjoy. You enjoyed I it. would call Gilmore Girls a good show. Other small town <laughs> shows, uh, Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks, which um was part of the inspiration for the quirky characters. Oh, in, really? Uh, yeah, in uh, Gilmore Girls. Um, actually, throughout the show, different actors who appeared in Twin Peaks appear in Gilmore Girls. Oh, yeah. As kind of an homage. And it also sets up that kind of dark um, plot line where uh, Rory <laughs> goes into the uh, the Red Room briefly. No, and, Gilmore uh, Girls has a very different tone from Twin Peaks. It's just kind of similar in the small town vibe. Well, all right. A side note, too. We've got a one-year-old kid. We were watching the show Llama Llama on Netflix earlier oh, yeah. tonight. And uh, it, that has a small town vibe, too. A little Stars Hollow vibe With there. With so. the a little gazebo and With a little gazebo and everything. Like yeah, Hollow. I like to see those and yeah. it's also shows. about a single mom it is yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so hey fun fact if you got kids llama llama that's your show right there yeah um <laughs> anyway um let's oh also side note we watched this interview with amy sherman paladino i was just thinking about it too mm-hmm. she didn't look what i like what i thought she would look like she was oh. like i guess i thought she'd be older um oh. They had a woman who directed the episode on, and that is kind of what I expected her to look like. <laughs> Amy Sherman Palladino looks like, um, just at least in the early 2000s, I guess, because that's when it, the interview mm-hmm. was from. She looks like like an alternative comedian from like the 90s, like I with mean, a hat. She's always kind of looked like that. She's always wearing that that hat. Um, it's like a big, kind of almost like an Alice Cooper type of hat. She's an eccentric. A big black top hat uh, type of thing. Woman, yeah. So, yeah. I actually, my, my mom and my sister um, were actually at the... Um, the Gilmore Girls like reunion, panel. yeah, the reunion panel that they did at um, it's like South by, South by Southwest, it, yeah, or South something. by Southwest a few years ago, and they got a picture with Amy Sherman Palladino, and she's wearing that hat, so she just does it all the time. Hey, it yeah. worked for her. It didn't work for Selena Meyer in uh, Veep. Um, oh yeah, the hat was one of the <laughs> main problems hey, on the campaign. If trail. you didn't get that <laughs> reference, go back and watch uh, or uh, the pilot episode of Veep and listen to our episode about yeah. Veep uh, from earlier. Um, anyway, hey, let's get into this episode. I'm going to read the uh, episode description for our pilot episode of Gilmore Girls. When Rory is accepted to attend a prestigious prep school, Lorelai must swallow her pride and ask her wealthy parents for help paying the tuition. That sounds boring. <laughs> it does sound boring, but the execution is really fantastic. So we'll, we'll get into it. Yeah, let's get into it. So we start <laughs> off with a uh, kind of a black screen with mm-hmm. the title Gilmore Girls on the uh, uh, on the screen. That's only in that first episode, right? Where yeah. they do that, mm-hmm. um, which is interesting because it's you know eventually we'll have a title sequence as well. Yeah, but it's kind of fun though how it starts off with that you know almost like at the beginning of a movie mm-hmm. in a way, mm-hmm. and um, we hear some music. We hear. Uh, there she goes. By the laws. By the laws. Mm-hmm. We thought it was Sixpence None the Richer, but I guess Sixpence None the Richer also does that song. Yeah, they covered it. A but, few bands covered that. Yeah. You want to sing it for us? Nope. I'll sing it. <laughs> okay. There she goes. There she goes again. I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> that was beautiful. I, I hope if you're listening to this podcast, there aren't other people around that are like, what are you listening to? Um, <laughs> anyway, that's how it starts off there. Um, we get a shot of Stars Hollow, this quaint New England town, which we mentioned mm-hmm. before. And it's not actually shot in New England, right? It's shot. I think it's shot in Burbank, California, I think is what it said. Yeah, online. there's a... Well, we went to this... Didn't we go to the uh, studio, the the lot where it was filmed? Oh, I don't know. A, Did we? Did we, we see took it? A tour. We went of, on the Universal um, Studios yeah, backlot tour. Was we that saw thing? that, and uh, later at the same, the same uh, lot was used for I think Desperate Housewives. Oh, we saw the Desperate Housewives, and also houses. I think for parts of Heart of Dixie, which we mentioned oh, hey. earlier. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, uh, and oh, another one. I think um, pretty. What's it called? Pretty Little Liars. 
I think that's also filmed on the same lot. All right. I I wanted to say big little lies. I get those confused. Big in little my head liars. Now. <laughs> uh, little pretty liars. Uh, all right. So we see a bunch of extras walking all over town in the pilot. Yeah. You made a note in here that almost everyone is white. Yeah, that is a little bit weird. That is true. The only person of color in the pilot that I could see was the French guy. Well, yeah, there, yeah. I mean, Mich- he's, he's, he's black, but yes. he's not just like French and that's a person of color. Yeah, um, but also there's Lane, who's oh, right. yeah, Korean yeah, yeah. and her that's mom. Right. So it's not, it's not entirely white, but it, it is kind of looking back at the show, it seems a little problematic how many white people are on it oh. <laughs> and how few like gay people, people of color show up on the, on the show. It's a little weird, but uh, it was 2000, so. Times were different. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> also, there are just so many extras a in lot this of extras. pilot. Like, there's a ton of people walking around this town. Are there that many extras in the whole series? No. Okay. I mean, there, there's a lot of extras. There's, yeah. there's always people walking around, but they're mostly characters we, we know. So this one, it's just like there's people everywhere. All right. Um, so we see Lorelai Gilmore walking into Luke's diner. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lorelai is played by Lauren Graham. Lauren Graham. From Parenthood. Parenthood. Um, I mean, she went on to star in Parenthood later after Gilmore Girls. Yes. But uh, we covered Parenthood a few episodes ago. We did. Mm-hmm. Was Lorelai uh, or was Lauren Graham in anything before this that we know of? Did we look? I don't know if I looked. Huh? I, th- I mean, obviously, smaller like in, roles, probably. Yeah, smaller roles here and there. And I guess she was actually attached to another show at yeah. the time that they were making Gilmore Girls. Um, so they didn't think they were going to be able to get her for Gilmore Girls. But um, I, I guess that other show got canceled or um, she somehow became free and they were able to get her. That and happens so really much happy. on all these things. Yeah. It really does. Um, anyway, she uh, wants to get some coffee there at Luke's Diner and uh, she begs for coffee from Luke, uh, which he reluctantly gives her. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, do you want to talk a little bit about Luke and yeah, some of the information about, you got there? So, um, Luke is kind of this um, curmudgeonly um, man ab- about Lorelai's age. So like, Early to mid thirties, and he's uh, played by Scott Patterson. Scott Patterson, who not Scott Peterson, one of those guys that murdered his wife. I think probably <laughs> yeah, we see yeah. some some of those documentaries. Yeah, no, Scott Patterson, and um, so he's uh, a little bit of a grumpy guy, but also a friendly guy who so, cares about Lorelai and her daughter. I have a I have a question okay. for you. Is um is Luke hot? Um, <laughs> he he's not my type, but yeah, I think he is. Hot. I All think right. you're supposed to think he's hot. Yeah, I mean, not like hot, like oh man, we need. We, she's got to hook up with him or yeah. whatever. But like, I mean, he's definitely a good, good looking. looking guy. Yeah, yeah. I think he's a hot guy. Yeah, I'm gonna say it right now. Yeah, yeah. With um, the hat, without the hat, I don't know so much. <laughs> yeah, he's always wearing a hat, um, which but he's always wearing a baseball cap, which is a um, kind of a, in honor of the actors um, being a baseball player in real life he was a minor league baseball player he actually played on a a team that we have here in columbus where we live um the columbus clippers hey there you go columbus clippers minor league baseball team we just went to a clippers game the other day go clippers yeah but anyway luke's part um was initially written for a woman um luke was going to be played by a woman um it's a weird Some name of, for a female <laughs> character. Well, uh, her name was going to be Daisy. Okay. Um, and one of the notes that Amy Sherman Palladino got on her script was that there are too many women in it. Um, so they asked her to add more men. That's and fair. And she changed Daisy into Luke. And uh, kind of an important change because 
Luke will go on to play a big role in uh, in Gilmore Girls. Yeah, and I don't want you to tell me either way, but in case people haven't watched the show, but I I got a I got a uh, will they or won't they vibe between uh, Lorelai and uh, Luke. Yeah, I mean, you get that right off the bat. Uh, yeah, um, in this opening scene, which is really interesting when you know that it wasn't initially going to be a man. Right, yeah, really. Yeah. Um, you know, speaking of a will they or won't they, this. Uh, uh, Lorelai, she's she's a uh, desirable woman to these these men that are at the uh, coffee shop there yeah, at the diner. Yeah. Um, the, our opening scene, and this is our still still our cold open here. Lorelai mm-hmm. gets approached by a man, um, mm-hmm. and uh, he's he's he says to her, "I've I've never been here before. Just passing through on my way to Hartford." And uh, Lorelai says, uh, "You're regular Jack Kerouac," and uh, the guy um, replies confused a little bit yeah yeah you so this show you'll get a lot of these references very quick mm-hmm. they talk quick in this show yeah uh, a lot of these references clear he didn't know what she was referring to jack no. Kerouac, of course the author of on the road about people who are you know on the road as this guy is <laughs> right uh, that's that's a, that's my quick summation of that book yeah but um right away we're it's coming across that lorelei is very um quick-witted very smart and funny and it's kind of hard for the people around her to keep up with her mm-hmm and uh, Lorelai tells the guy that she's waiting for someone, which that someone turns out to be her daughter, Rory. Mm-hmm. And Rory's short for Lorelai, right? Yes, We'll it get is. into that a little bit later. Mm-hmm. I think they talk about that. Um, and uh, anyways, uh, while Lorelai goes and uh, gets Rory some coffee, it's you know, all very hard to say, um, <laughs> Lorelai informs uh, him that, well, the guy starts flirting with Rory then. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, uh, so when Lorelai goes back to the table, she lets him know that's her daughter yeah Yeah. and uh then the guy's like you don't look old enough to have a daughter and and you don't look like uh, a daughter and Lorelai says that's possibly very sweet of you thanks um and then the guy's like well I got a friend and then Lorelai's like uh she's 16 (laughs) and he's like oh we're we're gonna head out which is kind of a creepy opening there but it establishes (laughs) a lot of things um what are some of the things that get established there Gia? oh man so much so we talked about um just kind of getting to know Lorelai and how um, quick-witted she is. Also, her chemistry with Luke, who owns the diner, um, and that will-they-or-won't-they relationship you were talking about. Got that right off the bat. Um, The fact that she has a daughter who um, she looks doesn't look old enough to have that daughter, Um, and the close friendship between mother and daughter we see in this scene. Um, also, um, the guy had mentioned that, um, he was just stopping through, uh, on his way to Hartford. So that kind of gives us uh, a sense of where this town is, where Stars Hollow is, that it's, uh, in Connecticut near Hartford. Yeah. So a lot of stuff that, um, will come into play later is set up right in that opening. There you go. There you go. So you got a small town, people passing through, hitting on 16-year-olds. You're saying this is not a dark vibe like a Twin Peaks <laughs> or anything like that? I don't think so. Oh, I don't know. I'm getting some dark vibes there. No, it's not. It's very upbeat. That, uh, there mm-hmm. she goes, music in the beginning and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And speaking of the music, then we got the opening credits, and we've got uh, the song... It's called Where You Lead uh, by mm-hmm. Carol King. It was originally written in 1970 and performed by Barbara Streisand. The lyrics were rewritten for Gilmore Girls and recorded as a duet by Carol King and her and her daughter uh, Louise Goffin. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and that's um 
that's 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 kind of nice that it's a mother and a daughter singing yeah, the song there. Yeah, because I guess the song was originally about like a romantic relationship, and so they rewrote okay. the lyrics to be more about a mother and daughter. There you go. This music is so funny. Like, just <laughs> I I like to sing along and dance with it. If yeah. I'm going on and I don't know the words. <laughs> yeah. So. um yeah, um, you had some other things in the notes. Yeah, I and just about. so as that music's playing in the opening, there we're just getting you know scenes from the show like you would have in a lot of uh, a lot of shows uh, opening credits. But one thing that you notice watching this show, and I think you especially notice in the opening credits where you're seeing scenes from a bunch of different episodes, is that there's kind of like a this warm glow in the way that it, the show is shot. Do you would you agree with me that it's kind of like this rosy hue? that the whole show has been filmed with like it's all like it's always like sunset or something i did not notice it's, that oh it's always it's like, always sunset it's like, in stars hollow well no <laughs> it's all it's always like warm colors like kind of like fall and just, isn't it fall in the ep- episode it is in this episode That's but, it's, but, it, <laughs> but it lasts um through at least the first few seasons i think eventually it's not shot in that same way, mm. um, but it's something that has always stood out to me and and kind of um, helps establish this sort of cozy vibe of the show. Um, also, we'll see this throughout the show, but again, you, I kind of notice that when I'm seeing all these different scenes in the opening is, you know, this is pre-smartphone small town life that we're seeing and it's just comes across as very quaint and like a different a whole different world yeah um i mean it was almost 20 years ago but that really isn't that long ago in the grand scheme of things but it feels like a long time ago it feels does. like they're living in a different um even though they talk very quickly a slower um gentler world that's I guess. true yeah although i don't know how realistic the show gives across you know a realistic yeah, vibe at all yeah um and you know sometimes shows you know have that similar vibe too also it's nostalgic mm-hmm. in a way too because we're around the same age that they're supposed to be in we the show are. i was in middle school when this came out so a few years younger than rory and i was so excited for this show to come out really? i remember like seeing the previews for it and i was so excited and I, i've loved it since the beginning wow i uh I don't know if I was unaware of it, but I definitely didn't watch it. Um, the only thing I was watching I don't on think the you were the target audience. I do not think I, w- I was. Uh, yeah, well, I watched <laughs> the WB sometimes in high school, but just on uh, Thursday nights to watch uh, SmackDown. So oh. WWE. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> let's get into this uh, first scene after the uh, opening sequence. There, mm-hmm. um, it is Independence Inn, and mm-hmm. uh, it's sort of like a, feels like a bed and breakfast, a little bigger than a bed and breakfast. Yeah, bread and bread and breakfast. <laughs> bread. Uh, yes. Anyway. Um, and uh, Lorelai runs the inn. is very busy, completely mm-hmm. booked. There's a wedding party there. Um, mm-hmm. There's Michel, uh, who is the uh, kind of the front desk guy, a, mm-hmm. a rude Frenchman, uh, uh-huh. is your description you've got there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, there's also Drella, uh, a rude harp player. Yeah, uh, a lot of rude. A lot of rude people there. The yeah. Uh, Drella is played by Alex Borstein. Um, Alex Borstein was originally cast as Suki. We saw some uh, some footage of that uh, yeah. from the unaired and we, pilot. We haven't met Suki yet in this pilot, but we'll get we'll get to her. She yeah. Plays a big role in the show. Right. And um. Anyway, we saw yeah we saw some of the unaired footage on mm-hmm. uh on the DVD uh bonus features. But anyway, she was. Uh, originally cast as Suki, but she had to drop out due to scheduling conflicts. Um, we think with Family Guy, that was around the same mm-hmm. time. Alex Borstein is Lois. right, yeah. Family so guy. Suki is um, played by Melissa McCarthy. Suki. Suki, it's Suki. Suki, yeah. Why is it? What is that short for? 
Is that short for something? Is I that a name? Know. It's a name. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, in real life, uh, oh, you got some facts here. I, yeah, I'll let so, you read those. <laughs> in real life, Alex Borstein was married to Jackson Douglas, um, and he's the actor who plays Jackson on the show Gilmore Girls, who is a love interest of the character Suki, who we're going to talk more about later. Hey, so, there you go. Yeah. Well, you we know, go. we were talking earlier about... Um, the lack of diversity in the casting. Mm-hmm. Is Alex Borstein Asian? I don't think. She plays an Asian woman on Mad TV. Oh, man. Really? I don't know if oh. that would fly in 2019. Yeah, I don't Unless know. she's Asian, in which I'm case, not sure. I, I guess it I might fly. Think so, I, don't I don't know. know. But if you don't re- know who Alex Borstein is, if you ever watched uh, Mad TV, she's Miss Swan. I loved the <laughs> sketches when I was in middle school. <laughs> and also, she's in The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big role in that. And uh, anyway, Lorelai is working hard and taking care of business. Um, we see she's very confident and uh, competent um, because of and not in spite of her quirkiness. That's a mm-hmm. fun thing that you wrote there in the notes. <laughs> I see you're just reading my notes verbatim. <laughs> well, you took the notes, and um, you know I wanted to kind of you know give you a break on talking a little bit, but and you're but you're like the expert on the show. I'm just uh, yeah. I just watched the one episode. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, we do in this scene. We just see uh, Lorelai kind of resolving different um, issues at, at the end, keeping things running she's definitely like a woman in charge yeah i mean she is yeah. a woman who is in charge but she's like on it she's the the right the innkeeper yeah and but as she's doing it she's you know talking that sort of same quick-witted um way that we saw her in the diner earlier um which is interesting that that's how she conducts business as well right. um so uh, then her daughter rory stops by the inn on her way to school um which we were talking about is kind of improbable that a kid would have time to stop anywhere on the way to school school starts very early high school starting at like 7 30 and you know this is always in tv shows they do this has -hmm. nobody ever gone to school before you cannot (laughs) go anywhere before high school if you guys are if anybody went to school like high school at like 9 30 10 let me know because yeah. <laughs> I want to work there. I'm an educator. I would like to uh, not wake up at five in the morning every day. Um, anyway, uh, is that the whole scene there? Is that what we got pretty much? Yeah. Well, Rory was just stopping by the end to get stamps. She needs some stamps for some reason. Uh, she also gives her French paper to uh, Michelle to look over. And there you go. She's studious. Yeah. She wants to make sure her uh, her paper is good. Yeah. And uh, Lorelai is kind of teasing Rory about the big sweater she's wearing. Um, and we kind of get a sense in this scene that Rory is not not really like a typical teenager who like just cares about like clothes and boys and that kind of thing. She's very like academic minded, very, very smart, um, mm-hmm. really cares about her schoolwork and isn't thinking too much about uh, her appearance or anything like right. that. Not yet. Not yet. Uh-huh. <laughs> our, our next scene, um, we've got on the way to school, uh, Rory and uh, her best friend Lane are walking to school, mm-hmm. and uh, Lane is uh, Korean American. Yeah. And, um, um, by the way, I don't think we said uh, Rory is played by Alexis Bledel. Alexis Bledel, yeah. who you might have seen in the movie Postgrad, <laughs> if you are one of like 10 people who saw the movie Postgrad, which we did. We did. It was yeah. not good. <laughs> it was not, <laughs> but we saw it like right after I had graduated from college and when it was about we somebody graduating from college. Yeah. It wasn't good. Um, but Although we, we looked it up and like uh, Alexis Bledel is like seven or eight years older than us. So she's, she plays younger characters, which so does, does. Uh, this character Lane. Yeah. Lane, who is played by um, K- 
Keiko Agena, and she, I think, was in her late 20s or maybe even early 40s. I think we looked it up, and she was born in, like, 1971, so what, 29, something like that? Yeah, so she's... And she's playing, like, a sophomore in high school? Yeah. um, I think they're sophomores. But she does look young. Um, And so um, Rory, at least, Alexis Bledel, um, was kind of a a newcomer to acting when she was cast on Gilmore Girls. She'd done some modeling, but um, hadn't done much acting, but um, they've felt that she had the right vibe for the show. Um, so that's how she got cast. Um, Keiko Agena playing Lane, um, Rory's best friend. The character of Lane is based on Amy Sherman Palladino's real-life best friend, Helen Pei, I think. Pei or Pai. Um, who also Korean? Also Korean. Yeah. And actually is works on Gilmore Girls. She's like She's that the music guy. supervisor or something. Yeah, she, I think that's she what does they a said. lot of things yeah. on the show. I think um, music also script supervising. Um, but yeah, that's uh, interesting. Yeah, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of opens up and we've got uh, Lane talking about how she listens to rock music but can't let her strict parents know. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she... Um, Wow. Well, she mentions both of her parents, but and the, that's kind of uh, funny because throughout the series, we'll see Lane's mom a lot, but we never once see her dad. Hmm. We don't really know if he's in the picture or not. We sometimes hear about him, but we never see him. It's kind of weird. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, another weird thing I noticed is that um, Elaine is talking about being into rock music and stuff, and this is the year 2000, so it was a different time. But then she goes on to say, like, my parents don't like, I don't know, whatever they were talking about. So mm-hmm. I don't think they would approve of me listening to Eminem. And it's like, Eminem, <laughs> that's yeah. not rock music. But yeah. the year 2000 was a different time. Side note, too. <laughs> uh, she, As she's describing this, she's like changing clothes out of like what she wore out of the house mm-hmm. into more hip and cool clothes. Yeah, because Lane's parents, well, her mom is very strict. Yeah. And, she, and Lane kind of has to hide her life and interest from her mom. Did you catch it's a different th- relationship from what Rory has with Lorelai. Did you catch the shirt that she's wearing? What does it say? It's a Woodstock 99 shirt. Oh, really? That's it's an edgy it. choice there. But, but if, you're, <laughs> if you're not familiar with Woodstock 99, <laughs> not not good, guys. <laughs> not good. <laughs> but yeah, Lane is very into music. She will eventually um, have her own band on the show later on. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hey, there you go. Well, mm-hmm. she's got good taste listening to Eminem. Uh, <laughs> she has very eclectic teeth. Okay, all right, sure. And, you know what? Some people like Eminem. That's that's fine. Um, no, is it? No, it's not. He's terrible. <laughs> and everybody should have stopped listening to him in eighth grade. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so uh, what else What else did you want to say about this scene? Um, so in this scene, um, Lane mentions that uh, her parents are making her go on this teen hayride that we, we see like a poster for that uh, Rory and Lane walk by on the way to school. Uh, you know um, what? I, I'll be more critical too of the show because you know, you're a fan of the show and, mm-hmm. and all that. And we're just breaking down a pilot. Um, I didn't understand this hayride. This episode is September. Um, mm-hmm. and they mentioned later people don't go on hayrides in September, October. Sure. November. Certainly. Maybe it's late September. I don't know, man. I'm not <laughs> sure. I got more issues with the timing on some of these things later. We'll get to it. Okay. Uh, but yeah, she's going on this hayride. She's going on the hayride and she's going with a, uh, it's like a date that her parents have set up for her with a future Korean doctor, um, like a, another teenager, but um, his plans are to become a doctor. Right. And um, not just with him, but also his older brother, who's going to be chaperoning them. And when when Lane tells Rory that, Rory's like, you've got to be kidding me. And 
And Lane's like, Koreans never joke about future doctors. I thought that was a funny line. Do you think he's chaperoning just um, because the parents are strict? Or do you think it's similar to like in when we watched the show Ra- Rami, which we covered? I was thinking about Rami too, yeah. Um, we covered earlier uh, and Rami on Hulu, uh, but it's about a... Uh, Egyptian American family mm-hmm. and they have chaperones yeah. for well they don't always but he goes on a date and they have a chaperone yeah I wonder if it's more like that too in, in a, but yeah. that was probably more of a religious thing too I don't know yeah yeah I think I mean I think Lane's parents being strict is partially a, a cultural could be thing although so. some people aren't even allowed to like date in high yeah. school too so you yeah. know yeah mm-hmm. anyway um so that they've got that going on and then we see next uh Rory is in her English class. Oh, well, before she gets to English class, when Rory and Lane are walking into the school, there's a guy kind of checking Rory out, but uh, she doesn't notice him. And we'll we'll meet that guy later. Is that guy the murderer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) The Twin Peaks murderer. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's not. Okay, all right, all right. We'll we'll see, I don't know. Um, Anyway, uh, next we got English class, the, the, they're reading, they're doing assignment on Huckleberry Finn. Um, and uh, this scene, I thought this scene felt very true to life as a, as a teacher because the teacher mm-hmm. gives an assignment and is basically like, you can either read or write the essay if you're done reading, but whatever you do, do it quietly, <laughs> which is pretty much my, that's, that would be a perfect day if they did that quietly, which also <laughs> these students did not really do it quietly. No. There, there was like some girls that were passing nail polish back and forth. And mm-hmm. then when it gets to, Rory, they're like, what's she doing? Is she like... She's like writing in her notebook. Yeah, she's, they're like, is she writing in a diary or a love note or a slam book? Yeah, is a slam, slam book like the thing in uh, Mean Girls? Yeah, is that I what think a slam- so. It's, I, that seems like very much a, a line of like the times or I don't... I don't think anyone really had slam books. I don't think anybody maybe did. Maybe they existed for like a very brief period in history. But um. Anyway, you can see in that scene that uh, Rory doesn't really fit in in, the, in this public school. Yeah, um, and because what she's writing is the assignment. She's doing the assignment because yeah, so that's what she should be doing. Yeah, and all the other girls are kind of shocked by that. Right, mm-hmm. and uh, next we see a shot um, back at the inn, back at the mm-hmm. inn, uh, in the kitchen, and uh, Suki played by Melissa McCarthy, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, Melissa McCarthy goes on to have a huge career. She does. She's got a movie coming out soon, The Kitchen. Yeah, mostly playing characters who are very different from her character on Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Which is weird for me to see, having, like, grown up watching her on Gilmore Girls. That's and Knowing true. her as Suki. Although, yeah. I feel like she was playing, like, those outrageous characters for a few years, where she, like, Bridesmaids and yeah, all those, which she, I, to build up her. I know Bridesmaids is a movie a lot of people love. I I did not care for it, and I really didn't care for Melissa McCarthy in it. I've never seen it, but that was like kind of building her career. But she's been in more diverse roles recently. We saw that one movie, though. I thought it sucked, but I think it got nominated for some things. Yeah. Uh, Can You Ever Forgive Me, I think is what it was Mm -hmm. called. Yeah. I can't. We didn't think it was a very good movie, but uh, everybody else thought it was great. So I don't know. Anyway, uh, most people just didn't hear of it. It's not like uh, we're (laughs) critics or anything. We we very much are We're criticizing things right now. No, but she's got that new movie, The Kitchen, coming out too. It's a different vibe too. She's like a female oh, yeah. female gangster lady mm-hmm. or something with Elizabeth Moss, and yes. uh, I don't know who else is in it. But uh, anyway, um, we see Suki. She has fallen in the kitchen. She's she's bumbling a lot in this. Bumbling is that the right word? She's like causing things yeah. to break yeah. and catch on fire and all yeah. that throughout this. Suki is the chef there at the end. Um, she's also Lorelai's best friend. Um, she's very clumsy at the beginning of the series. We see that a lot in this pilot. And then that's kind of a character trait that fades over time. She doesn't uh, come across as 
uh, super clumsy later on. I feel like those jokes would get old because it's like yeah. every other scene she's in, like something's catching on fire or something like yeah, that. Like, I've, why is she? I mean, I guess she's her friend, but come on, you can't be. This is a workplace. Yeah. Uh, right now, this is like her um, only character trait is clumsiness. But yeah. uh, I feel like as they develop the character more over time, um, we get to know her a little bit better. Um, we no longer have to re- rely on her clumsiness to tell stories. Um, so like I mentioned, eventually she'll, um, have a lot of love interest on the show, Jackson. Uh, we don't see him in this episode. Um, but Suki, um, is a big part of this series moving forward. Does Melissa McCarthy leave the show at all? Like to go to other stuff or is she in it till the end? I don't She is in it till the end. All right. Cause mm-hmm. she didn't really get big until Bridesmaids really was the big mm-hmm. well i don't know if mike and molly came out before then i'm not really sure oh yes yeah i forgot about mike and molly yeah, you know yeah. they're forgettable <laughs> i never watched mike or molly yeah um and uh anyway uh the next scene um is that well, yeah we, oh we are we missed. So let's, of course you're <laughs> Sorry, gonna miss stuff. i'm a big fan of this show we gotta get go through it in detail uh, yes that we missed um so lorelei comes into the kitchen and right. talks with suki about how um you know she needs her to like be a little less clumsy and a little more reliable because eventually they want to open an inn together. That's Lorelei a life. That's a life Suki. dream that they have. That's a life dream they've got, <laughs> um, and that is um, a theme that will come up later on in the show. There's a big story arc around them opening an inn together, many series or ma- many seasons down the road. So um, it's kind of cool that they establish that this early on. Yeah. Um, and, uh, all right, now the next scene. Yeah, go ahead. All right, next scene is at Kim's <laughs> Antiques, which is, uh, Lane's, uh, family's antiques store. Mm-hmm. Also their house. Do they yes. live there too? Yes. And, uh, basically, um, it's after school. Rory and, and Lane are going in there. It's a very cluttered antique shop. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, basically, uh, we, we establish here that Lane's mom kind of disapproves of Rory. You know, it's kind of like a friend that she doesn't want her kid to have because Rory, has a you know a single mom is a you know her yeah. mom is single had her as a teenager that yeah. kind of stuff and lane says that her mom doesn't trust unmarried women which is which is funny but and seems weird but also like i grew up in a school district that was fairly culturally diverse and um i had parents who were divorced and i remember that being an issue that would come up sometimes my friends as parents had an issue with the fact that my par- parents were divorced. Really? Yeah, which seemed a little weird to that me. Is, but, but it is weird. But yeah, <laughs> it came up. Huh. Mm. Uh, it was not an issue of any of my friends or no. anything like that. You know, nobody. I mean, I had friends that had divorced parents, but yeah. nobody was like, nobody frowned upon them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, I, I encountered it. <laughs> huh. um, uh, what do we got next? Back at the uh, Back at the inn? So yep. we're at, yeah, at back at the end, do you want to explain what's happening? Oh, yeah, so um, this is another scene where we just see Suki kind of bustling around the kitchen, uh, knocking things over and kind of starting little fires, and her her staff there in the kitchen is, like, chasing after her and trying to, like, put out the fires as she starts them, the literal and figurative fires that she's causing. Um, and then Lorelai kind of rushes into the kitchen um, with news that Rory got into Chilton. Chilton is this fancy prep school um, that's going to put Rory on the path to Harvard, which is where she wants to go. There you go. I wonder if a lot of people that live in like the 
northeast new england like have that goal of going to harvard i wonder yeah because it was never anything that anybody and i've had a i had at least one student that went to harvard mm-hmm. very exciting i credit myself in that uh, but um i don't uh i don't recall anybody like being like i want to get into harvard yeah a few people that i know went to ivy league schools but it certainly wasn't like the norm of what people around here were, yeah. were planning on also just going to a prep school i think is maybe more common in new england than it, it must is around be. here i can't even the only prep schools that we have around here are just like uh like catholic schools i think yeah as far as yeah. i know at least yeah and we, just, we live around columbus ohio right yeah and just to clarify chilton where rory is going to be going is not like a boarding school it's not like she's gonna live there it's just a prep just school, a prep school, a private fancy school. private school um, in Hartford, which is a little bit outside of Stars Hollow, like we established. Yeah. Um, and so Ror- or Lorelai is kind of like reading the admissions letter that Rory got from the prep school um, or that Lorelai got uh, about Rory going to the school. Um, and it mentions that she got in due to your enthusiastic pursuit of her enrollment. That's what the letter says. And Lorelai says... I offered to do the principal, which is <laughs> yeah. a joke. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, um, and then, um, so Lorelai's just talking about how great it is that Rory got into this school, and she says she can finally go to Harvard like she's always wanted and get the education that I never got and do the things that I couldn't. Then I can resent her for it, and we can finally have a normal mother-daughter relationship. There you go. Yep, so that's a quote that tells us a lot about uh, Lorelai's background. Yeah, because Lorelai did not go to college. No. We'll find out later she's taking some business classes right now. Mm-hmm. Um, because, and the reason is that she did not is that she uh, went to, well, hold on. I had a pun there that I was going to oh, okay. go. Did she go to Chilton too? No, no, no. She didn't? Did she just go to public school? Um, I don't know if she went to public school. She might have gone to a private school, oh. but not Chilton as far as I know. I had a I joke know. about how she had Chilton. Like children. children. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> no. I apologize. <laughs> oh, man. But no, Lorelai did get pregnant in high school um, when she was 16 and um, did not go on to college because of that. Um, even though Lorelai is very smart. Right. Yeah. Um, so then Rory comes in and uh, Lorelai kind of excitedly gives her this plaid skirt. And Rory looks at it and she's like, I'm going to be in a Britney Spears video. Guys, for our younger listeners, (laughs) let me explain some things. Back in the year 2000, there was this singer named Britney Spears, and um, she was an obscure. Anyway, uh, no, like the Baby One More Time video? Yes, exactly. Yeah, what a different time this is. Even just mentioning music videos. Yeah, and this, um, if you haven't noticed, I think we've mentioned a few of them, but there's a lot of pop culture references in Gilmore Girls, and not just pop culture, also like, History, literature, like all kinds of, there's a million references per episode and most of them are going to be over a lot of people's heads. Um, A lot of them are over my head. Um, A lot of them were over the actors' heads. Uh, They mentioned that (laughs) on one of the panels that we watched there where Alexis Bledel, who was, you know, fairly young at the time, was just like, I, yeah, I didn't know what we were talking about most of the time. And they didn't have phones. They could just, they couldn't just look it up either. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's unlikely that anybody is going to know all of the references in every single episode. Um, You kind of pick and choose your categories. I'm better with the literary ones and uh, the TV ones, I think, and, and not great with some of the others. But, um, 
Anyway, so um, Lorelai tells her, no, you're not going to be in a Britney Spears video. You're going to Chilton. And Rory is ecstatic about this. She really wants to go to this school. She's going to be starting on Monday, Lorelai tells her. And Rory sounds completely happy about this. No uh, no issues at all leaving behind her yeah. old school. Now, I've got, a, I've got a side note here. Okay. So... I'm assuming, I think that Rory is like a sophomore in high school. I'm not sure. She might be a freshman, but it sounds like she's maybe a sophomore. Um, And uh, so this this spot at Chilton has just opened up just now in like the middle of September. Yeah, I know. It's What's happening here? It's It's a little weird. weird. that it like didn't happen at the beginning of the school Like why, when did she apply? Like I don't even get what's going on. Also like... I don't know if there was like a wait list situation. There could be a wait a list. Spot opened up, but they don't mention that. It is kind of weird. It's a little weird. I mean, we've talked about before, like what what are the spinoffs that we'd like to see on shows mm-hmm. and things like that. I want to know what happened to this person that 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 left. Oh, the person whose spot uh, she's taken. Yeah, Nothing. I want to know their backstory. Maybe they got pregnant, dropped out. Oh, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> um, we don't so, know. <laughs> maybe they got uh, uh, killed by um, uh, what's the what Bob? Bob. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from Twin Peaks. Making a lot of Twin Peaks references um, here. Spoilers for Twin Peaks. That doesn't spoil anything. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody even knows what's happening in Twin Peaks. No. <laughs> That's anyway, true. <laughs> anyway, uh, the next shot is at the um, the Gilmore's girls' houses. The Gilmore girls' house is what mm-hmm, you have in the notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lorelai's on the phone with uh, financial services at Chilton. Uh, basically, Lorelai lives a modest life mm-hmm, um, and mm-hmm. basically seeing if there's any kind of way that they can not pay you know all of the money right now because they need to pay the mm-hmm. tuition like right now before she can yeah for the uh, first enroll and, and she mentions like there's a lot of zeros after that five yeah Maybe we could, she's joking around the person on the other end of the line not joking around <laughs> no no and um we we only hear Lorelai's end of the conversation but we can kind of glean from her side of things that the person on the other end uh has told her um no you've got to pay the full tuition by Monday before she can start. Right. There's and a fun line in there too about how Monday, uh, Lorelai says, Monday just doesn't give me a lot of time to pull a bank job. And then just, you only hear her side of the conversation. Uh-huh. No, a, a bank job is robbing a bank. Like clearly <laughs> yeah. this woman's like did not understand. Not following the jokes. Yeah. yeah. Um, how many zeros do you think are after that five for a quarter of college or a quarter of uh, this high school thing? I'm assuming three. three. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. That is a lot. I that mean, I, I think that's probably what it is, but yeah. How many quarters do you think they have? They three? don't have. Yeah, I would guess we had three. three in college. Man, that's a lot. Y'all, yeah, and this high is school, in college. High school is yeah. free, guys. I don't think you need that <laughs> private school education. You'll be fine. Clearly, clearly, Rory was already smart. I would yeah. have just left her there. Wrap up the series <laughs> after that first episode. Boom, she lives her life, etc. Done. Yeah, but um, so this scene is setting up kind of the central conflict of the episode and kind of the whole series is that um, Lorelai is sort of struggling to afford the life that she wants for her daughter. Um, Rory's education, obviously Rory's very smart um, and Lorelai wants her to be able to pursue her life dreams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, how are they going to finance it? How that? are they going to finance it? Well, they'll do what every, you know, middle to upper middle class white person does and... <laughs> Ask their parents for money because they always right. have money. That's right. I've done it. You've done it. We've all done We've it. We've all done it. Yeah. 
so, but unfortunately, but fortunately for Lorelai, her parents are mega rich. Mega rich. Our parents are normal. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, so, no, uh, normal rich. You know, not rich. Not no rich, but they're they do fine. Yeah. They're not poor. Yeah. We're all doing okay. Everybody's fine. <laughs> Everybody's, well, not everybody. Not everybody. <laughs> uh, but Lorelai's parents are mega rich. Yeah. I was like. I don't know. I want to know what her parents, we'll get to their, their house and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like her parents like work in insurance or something like that. Do yeah, they own dad, the insurance company? I think her Do dad is a very high up guy in, oh the, in an insurance They're business. super rich. They've got maids yeah. and stuff. Insurance people make a ton of money. Like I guess so. Actuaries. Actu- actuary. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But uh, um. so, bef- well, so like you said, eventually Lorelai is going to have to ask her parents for money, but she really doesn't want to do this. And doesn't we see um, leading up to her doing that, a conversation between her and Suki uh, where Lorelai's saying, you know, there's got to be a way to to pay for Rory's school. There's got to be something I haven't thought of yet. And, and Suki is the one who kind of brings up, you could call your parents. And Lorelai doesn't even want to consider that possibility. Um but um, seeing, again, how excited Rory is about going to school and at Chilton and knowing she has no other way of paying for it, she kind of resigns herself to go and ask for money. So that's what we see um, in the next scene is Lorelai showing up at a great big mansion. Yeah. And this is her parents' house, Richard and Emily Gilmore. Yeah. And who are those played by? Um, Richard is, let's see. Isn't Edward Herman? Edward Herman. Um, and Emily is Kelly Bishop. Has Edward Herman been in other things? I mean, I know he has, but what are some things that he's been in? Do we know? Because we watched an interview and he talked about how when he was sort of approached with this role that he was talking about how his fan base was has kind of aged out. Like there was, They were all much older and that uh, you know this would appeal to a different audience, which really, I mean, this is probably... I mean, at least for people our age, what this man is most known mm-hmm. for, he's he's passed away um, yes. in recent years, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, but he very much comes across like a old type of actor. <laughs> well, according to his Wikipedia page, he's best known for his portrayal of Franklin D. Roosevelt on television. Um, and also on he television, was, that was he FDR and just a TV show. I what guess. was the show? Um, he, um. Oh my gosh, just pulling up Wikipedia. Uh, Eleanor and Franklin from the 1976. Wh- <laughs> also, Eleanor and Franklin, The White House Years in 1977. Yeah, this is a different type right. of role, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, playing was, FDR. He was also a ubiquitous narrator um, for historical programs on the History Channel. I'm, I'm directly love, quoting from I Wikipedia I love ubiquitous right now. <laughs> narrators. Those are my favorite kind of narrators. And um, PBS productions like Nova. This, he does have a voice that I enjoy a lot. Also a spokesman for Dodge Automobiles in the 1990s. Well, so, look at that. Yeah. And he was a theater actor before all of that as well. Who so, wasn't? Yeah. And um, Kelly Bishop, um, Emily Gilmore. I, other than recognizing her from Gilmore Girls, of course, I recognize her from, um, she plays Baby's mom in uh, Dirty Dancing. Hey, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Also, um, later on, after Gilmore Girls, she went on to um, have a a part in uh, Bunheads, which is another show that Amy Sherman Palladino created. There you go. Um, and uh, so Lorelai shows up at her mother's house. And mm-hmm. again, this mansion, uh, her mom answers the, 
the door and says, is it Easter already? So you can see they've got this strained relationship, only see each other on holidays. I think mm-hmm. later uh, her dad says, I didn't realize it was Christmas or something right. like that. <laughs> um, and uh, basically she's got to ask them for money and she does not want to. She kind of, you know, talks around it for a little bit and, you know. Yeah, but, but even before she says she needs money, her dad can tell that that's why he's there. He's like, oh, you need money. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, but she explains she needs money, not for herself, but for her daughter Rory and you know explains mm-hmm. what's going on with Chilton and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff and, and uh, her parents are excited that Rory got into Chilton they, they are wanna, yeah they want to help out with her education it's clear that the relationship is strained uh-huh. but at this point I mean we kind of understand it's the pregnancy type of thing the teenage pregnancy yeah you can kind of guess that but we don't know too much but they seem like good that. people like right. it's clearly like everybody seems like they're all like good people right in this situation mm-hmm. um, but so they decide to give her the money but there's a couple of conditions yeah so one they've got a have dinner every Friday night with uh, Lorelai and Rory right. at the em- mansion there. Emily says, since we're now financially involved in your life, I want to be actively involved in your life. And that's why they've got to come over for these weekly dinners so yeah. that they can kind of get to know Lorelai again and get to know their granddaughter better, which th- seems reasonable. It does. You know, that's a thing. You know, parents just want to just want to be in their kids' they lives. They really do. That's yeah. nice. Um, but... You know, so Lorelai's not super excited about that, but is willing to do it because mm-hmm. uh, of the money. Yeah. Um. Did you want to say anything else about that scene? Nope, that's it. Okay, cool. Next, we are back at school. Rory's clearing out her locker because mm-hmm. tomorrow's her last day. Yeah. And uh, as she's clearing it out, she, uh, I think she dropped some stuff or something, mm-hmm. and uh, she notices someone standing very close to her. She kind of bumps into, maybe, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says, you're like Ruth Gordon just standing there with, with a tannis root. Make a noise. And the guy that she bumps into replies, Rosemary's baby. And Rory's surprised that that guy got her reference. I didn't get a reference. <laughs> I would assume this is a total weirdo. Yeah, so Rory was, um, she had been talking about a character in Rosemary's baby, and she's um, impressed that the guy that she bumped into knew what she was talking about. So that kind of gets her to notice him also she notices him because when she finally looks at him he's very attractive yeah this so is, this uh, is dean this is dean played by um played by jared padalecki who um after gilmore girls went on to star on supernatural he's still on that that's been on forever oh my gosh yeah yeah um and you follow him on instagram right i do yeah he was one of my crushes when i was um middle school so um he um Again, his name's Dean. He tells Rory that he has just moved to Stars Hollow from Chicago. He's like the new guy in town. And he says he's noticed her. He's been paying attention to her. That's not what he says. What does he say? He says, I've been watching you. Oh, I think that (laughs) comes, I don't know if that comes up a little. (laughs) Well, we mentioned earlier that there's a dark underbelly in Stars Hollow. (laughs) And uh, no, there's not. But (laughs) he's very sweet in his description Mm -hmm. of of all of that. so that's nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. And she's, uh, uh, Rory's very like, she's kind of like, you've been watching me? Why have you been watching me? But mm-hmm. side note, Rory's kind of a hottie too. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, and you know, sometimes girls don't realize that sometimes guys are, you know, watching them. Yeah. I used to watch you. Really? Well, we had in a class, class together together. in college. Yeah. I recognized you. I looked you up on Facebook. Oh, man. I looked you up, too. And then eventually we met. Yeah. At a party. It was beautiful. It was. Yeah. Um, (laughs) You didn't make any dumb Rosemary's Baby references or anything like that. I did not. I wouldn't know what you were talking about. (laughs) I thought you would have thought you were a weirdo or something like that. Um, (laughs) Anyway, um, 
and basically there's there's some stuff it's an important plot point here is that um dean mentions that he's looking for a job mm-hmm. he just moved from chicago mm-hmm. um he needs to find a job and uh Rory mentions um, he should check with Miss Patty. Miss Patty is a dance instructor in town, and there's a whole lot going on. There's a small town mm-hmm. type of things, but that's going to come up later. Yeah, uh, so and, we'll come back to that. And she's not suggesting that he become a dancer or right. anything. But not um, that uh, we would mind if he was. A I dancer. wouldn't mind it at all. Depends but, uh, on what kind of dancer. <laughs> but um, he, um, but Rory just says Miss Patty kind of knows everything that's going on in town so she'll know if anyone's looking so as Mm -hmm. we'll get to know miss patty more throughout the series but she's kind of like a she's very nice but she's kind of like a busybody. she's like pays attention to what everybody's doing yeah um uh yeah oh i was just gonna say so um rory and dean um walk together to miss patty's rory's gonna show him where she is yeah Look at that, meeting the guy. Yeah. Uh, next, uh, we're at Luke's diner again, but the vibe is a little different here between Lorelai and Rory. Uh, basically, uh, Lorelai and Rory are uh, eating dinner, um, some strained, awkward conversation. Lorelai tells Rory they're having dinner at their grandparents tomorrow night, which uh, Rory thinks is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, Rory seems to be picking fights with Lorelai, doesn't really want to go to Chilton anymore, which yeah. is like a shock yeah, to Yeah, that really uh, comes out of left field for Lorelai, and Rory's saying like, oh, it's it's so expensive and the school year's already started and it's far away and she's got like a whole list of reasons she doesn't want to go but um none of those kind of ring true to Lorelai because those have all been true all along but um it's always been important to Lorelai and Rory that Rory go to Chilton regardless of those things and so we know and we'll, we'll find out in a second we'll get to it but we know it's because Rory, Rory, Rory met Dean. Yeah, now, but I mean, then they just like talk for a minute. Is Rory he's automatically very, in love? He's very tall and he's very handsome. Okay. Okay. He's got kind of a cool voice too. He's got a very cool voice. Yeah, it's sort of an he, accent. He kind of talks like this. Yeah, uh, that was not a good voice. <laughs> and we didn't we didn't mention it, but when they when Rory and Dean were talking in that last scene, um, Dean was saying how he had like noticed Rory like reading books, and which is a big. Um, part of Rory's character is that she's very studious and very well read um, and it seems like Dean really um, noticed and appreciated that about her mm-hmm. um, so I and I think that is like um, when someone you like likes something that you see as being very important to you um, likes that about you I think that um, feels special and you want to kind of hold on to that no oh, I think so yeah yeah mm-hmm. Um, so next, where are we at here? Uh, what's, oh. what's next? Oh, we haven't mentioned. Okay, so, uh, after, um, Lorelai and Roy are kind of fighting at the diner, so they just get out of there. They're mm-hmm. like, we gotta get out of here, and they walk by Patty's dance studio. Yes. She's outside, she's smoking while she's mm-hmm. teaching her class, because mm-hmm. it's, you know, she's, it's a charming small town. Yeah. Uh, and, uh. She mentions, Patty mentions, oh, I found a, uh, basically she says, I found a job for, for your friend, uh, for your male friend. And uh-huh. Lorelai's like, male friend? What are we talking about here? Yeah. And Roy's like, uh, what? Okay. You know, trying to yeah. be kind of secretive about it. Yeah. But so, Lorelai instantly knows what's going on. Well, there. because Lorelai herself, when she was uh, a young high school uh lady uh you know got got uh, infatuated with a man and eventually got pregnant well not a man mm-hmm. another 
high school guy <laughs> and eventually got pregnant. <laughs> yeah. And so she knows the path that her daughter is now on, history yeah. repeating itself. And basically what happens the rest of the episode, Rory gets uh, uh, pregnant and now she has um, t- her own Gilmore situation. That's not what happens in the episode. Okay. But mm, potential spoilers for later on. Well, really? <laughs> Maybe. I'm I'm not going to... And you're the one spoiling it. I'm just making up random stuff. (laughs) Is the Twin Peaks stuff real too? Yes. Okay. It's all, the owls are not what they seem. All right. Uh, Anyway, um, so that's kind of the gist there. And then they go back to the house too. And um, I think uh, everybody listens to Macy Gray and they basically get upset and go to sleep. Well, there's a lot of Macy Gray in this episode too. I forgot to mention it earlier, but. uh, But yeah, as they walk home and then as they get back to the house, uh, Lorelai's trying to get Rory to tell her about this guy. At first, she Lorelai's very angry that uh, Rory is willing to give up on children because she met some guy at uh, Stars Hollow High. And um, one thing Lorelai says is, uh, does he have a motorcycle? Because if you're going to throw your life away, he better have a motorcycle, which is kind of an interesting line because um, later on in... um, this in the show we'll meet rory's dad christopher um and when we meet him the first time we see him he's on a motorcycle so there you go um lorelei kind of projecting um her own experiences onto rory a little bit um and how she i don't think lorelei feels like she threw her life away but i think um she feels like her parents think she threw her life away um in uh, getting pregnant and having uh having Rory. Um, So we see that coming out a little bit in this scene um, where Lorelai is talking about how Rory is going to repeat some of her mistakes. And um, eventually in that scene, Lorelai kind of tries to take a softer approach too and just get Rory to talk to her and tell her um, about this guy she met. But Rory's like not having any of it. She's just kind of being a jerk and uh, doesn't want to talk to her mom at all. And like you said, um, Rory then puts on her Macy Gray CD and then Lorelai like goes in the other room and puts on her Macy Gray CD. So that kind of shows us how similar they are. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of Macy Gray. Yeah. Um, Next we see back at the inn kitchen, Suki uh, causing another explosion. Lorelai is stressed. Uh, Lorelai explains that she and Rory never fight. Um, Rory comes to the inn still in a bad mood. Uh, Suki sets some stuff on fire. People mm-hmm. put out the fires, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, uh, I guess the second to last scene here, Richard and Emily's the uh, Gilmore Senior, uh, their house. Yeah, Lorelai's parents' house. This the mansion. will be our first Friday night dinner. Friday, Friday night dinners night. are um, a, a thing that happens a lot on Gilmore Girls. Yeah, and uh, Rory's gonna be going to school at Chilton on the following Monday. So, mm-hmm. And Rory's um, still not sure why they're going to see her grandparents. Yeah, because she doesn't know that uh, they're borrowing money. Yeah, yeah, Lorelai didn't want her to know about that. Right. Um, basically, uh, do you want to talk about this a little bit? Yeah, so um, Lorelai and Rory, as they're, they're kind of standing at the door to Richard and Emily's, they're kind of bickering a little bit, and um, Lorelai asks that 
Rory at least be civil through dinner. And then uh, later on the way home, you can pull a Menendez, she tells uh, Rory, which That's is a reference, dark. a very dark reference to uh, the, the Menendez, Menendez brothers, brothers who killed, their, killed parents. their parents back in the 90s. Yikes. Yeah. So, yeah, another one of those references. Which is crazy because she actually does kill Lorelai at the end of the episode. No, this show is not dark. <laughs> okay. So, um, anyway, um, we... We see them go in. Um, Emily and Richard, um, they don't seem super close to Rory, but they do seem more warm toward her than they do toward Lorelai um, in how they talk to her. And um, they kind of toast to Rory entering Chilton. Um, and then they go have, have dinner in this kind of fancy dining room. Um, and while they're eating dinner, uh, Richard brings up Christopher again Christopher is Rory's dad um and he mentions that Christopher called the other day and was talking about an internet startup he has that's about to go public and um is talking about how Christopher is very smart and Rory must take after him um which is rude rude yeah. hurtful to Lorelai it's kind of weird that the 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 baby daddy keeps up with the non-in-law in-laws uh, a little, yeah, I would say it's it's kind of weird, but um, we'll find out more about um, everybody later on in the series. But um, the Gilmores um, and the Haydens, Christopher's family, um, were were very close prior to oh, okay. um, to the pregnancy. And um, Lorelai and Christopher... Um, dated for a while before the pregnancy and before everything kind of um got sour between okay. all the family members so um it it's kind of weird but it's not super weird all right okay so um but but that comment of richard's hurts lorelei's feelings and she kind of storms off into the kitchen and emily follows her and they end up fighting in there and they um fight about how um richard said those that thing about Christopher and Emily saying, well, your dad's very fond of Christopher. And Lorelai's like, well, that's interesting because he wasn't very fond of him when he knocked me up in high school, um, which is a good point. Um, that's true. But, um, but then Emily goes on to say, well, Christopher was willing to get married um, and kind of stay on the path that we wanted you guys to follow, whereas you were not. So that tells us more about the... Uh, the background there um when Lorelai got pregnant um her parents and Christopher's parents had planned that the that uh Lorelai and Christopher would get married and um Christopher would just go on to work for Lorelai's dad and they would kind of follow that path and um Christopher was willing to do that whereas Lorelai didn't feel like that was going to be the right life for them and felt like her parents and his parents were trying to control them and she wanted to kind of do things on her own and um so as emily says here in this scene um lorelei took rory and moved away from them and kind of cut them out of her life she um lorelei took rory as a baby and moved to stars hollow and became a maid at this inn in the independence inn um eventually went on to work her way up to um manager of that inn which is where she's at now but um since then her parents have not played much of a role in her life and that really hurt them so that's what the strained relationship is 
that makes sense to you? I guess. Yeah, there's a lot there. I guess you (laughs) got to remember these characters talk really fast. Really fast. They get a lot of info um, out there. Yeah, there's um, when we were watching interviews about this show, I think they said there's usually about 80 pages worth of dialogue on Gilmore Girls, whereas like a typical hour-long show would have maybe like 50 pages yeah so um they're really cramming a lot in and the characters talk very fast especially Lorelai and Rory but also everybody is talking quickly they do and uh we're getting a lot of information in this pilot yes uh are we on to the final scene um yeah we're well the only other thing is that Rory is overhearing this conversation. Oh, right. So now she knows that uh, her mom kind of did a lot, you know, to get her to go to Chilton by, you know, confronting her parents, swallowing her pride a little bit and uh, asking for money. Yeah, because we also hear in that scene, Lorelai saying that that she wasn't too proud to ask her parents for money there sometimes so. when you got those life dreams you gotta <laughs> you gotta ask for money yeah you, you gotta know? do what it takes and so. uh so the final scene at loose diner mm-hmm. we noticed one thing too um not it was a earlier scene at oh, loose yeah, diner but they scene. do like a sort of the uh, establishing shot of uh, loose diner of like you, the outside of loose diner but you can see in through the window yeah and you can see rory and lorelei laughing and smiling uh-huh but it was like the establishing shot for that earlier in the episode when they were fighting they uh-huh. used that establishing shot and it's like uh-huh. they're slap- laughing and smiling but then you see them and they're wearing different clothes yeah. and they're not laughing or smiling yeah. and uh, that scene that establishing shot actually comes from this scene we're about to see yes yeah um where um Rory and Lorelai have made up after that dinner because Rory has seen what her mom was willing to do for her and for her education. And so she kind of like stops being a jerk and uh, agrees to go to Chilton and um, also ends up telling her mom about Dean and they just kind of have a pleasant conversation about it. We also see Luke in this part. Luke is Mm -hmm. um, wearing a collared shirt and not mm-hmm. wearing a hat and uh Lorelai comments that he looks nice he says mm-hmm. he had a meeting with the bank earlier mm-hmm. uh I'm assuming just because he runs his own business yeah. and stuff like that but um that uh, that that part really f- set up that will there won't they for mm-hmm. me where it was like oh she's commenting on how he looks he's right. you know a little curmudgeon but uh, I could see what's going on here right yeah mm-hmm. And uh, they order some coffee, mm-hmm. some chili fries. They're talking. Yeah. Kind of fades away. We hear some music, too. There's a lot of music throughout this, which you can find some Spotify playlists of this as well. And I know that I noticed the uh, lyrics in the last song uh, that was playing with something like... Our Little Corner of the World. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It is. And that's pretty much the end of the pilot. Yeah. So, look, I'm... I know you like it. I love it. I am a, a guy uh-huh. uh, who has never really watched it. Although yeah. I'm familiar. I've seen a lot of episodes, really. Yeah. Uh, but um, first off, I'll say, excellent pilot. Yeah. It does a lot. Um, it's very interesting. Um, I think mm-hmm. that, uh, you know what I think, like for me, mm-hmm. would I recommend watching the show? Probably not necessarily, like just because it's not really what would appeal to me, you know, in that kind of way. Mm-hmm. Although I would say... But would you recommend it to people who aren't necessarily like you? Like... I would recommend it to women who yeah. were, are like around our age and yeah. are like early 30s that grew up around this time but never mm-hmm. watched it. Sure. Uh, but I think that uh, if this show came out now and had, instead of seven seasons that are all like 20 episodes or something like that, mm-hmm. are they all 20 episodes? I think they are. 
Yeah. I could look. They were all like 22 that. episodes mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. If, and I know they had that like little mini series thing where they had four movies a few years ago. Yeah. Four uh, like one and a half hour episodes. <laughs> right. But I think if it came out, if it, if it was like on Netflix and there was four seasons and they all had eight episodes or five seasons that all had eight episodes. And I could say like, maybe I'll see where this is going to see where it wraps up. I just yeah. feel like shows from that time period. I just can't get into it. Like I, I could be like, I enjoy this show. All right. But I'm not going to watch like a hundred episodes. Of this. Well, I will. I mean, I, as I mentioned, I'm a big fan of this show, but I'm only a fan of the first three seasons of the show. The first three seasons of this show. I love the fourth season. I think is okay. Um, and I think Seasons five, six, and seven, and the miniseries are pretty terrible. Well, there you I, go. If I'm being perfectly honest, but I do um, think so. It was when an I rewatch pilot. it, I only watch the first four seasons. Yeah, it is an excellent, excellent pilot. It is is it good? So much. Is it better than the marvelous Mrs. Maisel pilot? I, I prefer it. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I like marvelous Mrs. Maisel too, but Gilmore Girls just has a really special place in my heart. Yeah. And. Uh, I would always just watch it with my my mom and my sister, and it's just like a special show for us. You know what has a special place in my heart? What? The movie Happy Gilmore, which leads <laughs> us into a game that we're going to play, Gia. All right. Gia, this game is called Gilmore Girls or Happy Gilmore. All right. I'm going to read you 10 quotes. Okay. You need to tell me if they are from Gilmore Girls okay. or from the movie Happy Gilmore starring Adam Sandler. Okay. If it's a Gilmore Girls quote, say Gilmore Girls. If it's a Happy Gilmore quote, say Happy Gilmore. Okay. All right. I am never good at keeping track of the score on this. <laughs> um, so you might have to do it for me. I'm not okay. sure. There's going to be 10 of them. We'll see how many you get right. I do not know if these are notable quotes from the show because <laughs> these are just what came up when I searched Gilmore Girls quotes. Okay. I do know that these are notable quotes from the movie Happy Gilmore. Okay. Have you seen the movie Happy Gilmore? I think we watched it once, didn't we? You think we watched it? You would remember. Wait, that's the one with Bob Barker? Yes. Yes, we watched at least... Do we, did it. we make out during it? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so I would say that's the only way that Happy Gilmore is tolerable. Well, that's not true. I've seen this movie many times. Um, but anyway, here we go. Gilmore Girls or Happy Gilmore. Okay. It was a great kiss. If one of us had been a frog it would have had some seriously impressive consequences. Uh, that's Gilmore Girls. That is Gilmore Girls. Um, why don't you just go home? That's your home. Are you too good for your home? Answer me. Happy Gilmore? That's Happy Gilmore. <laughs> I'm stupid. You're smart. I was wrong. You were right. You're the best. I'm the worst. You're very good looking. I'm not attractive. Happy Gilmore. That's also Happy Gilmore. All right. (laughs) Now, what's on the agenda for today? I hear there's a shipment of plutonium coming in on the docks, and I thought we could dress up as nuns, and you could fake a stigmata, and you could put this plutonium under your habit. (laughs) Gilmore Girls. Do you know when that quote is from? Because I was like, what? I'm assuming they're referencing some stuff, but but that's fun. But I'm familiar enough with Gilmore Girls that I can guess. All right. Okay. I would like a cheeseburger with a side of cheeseburger, and see if they can make me a cheeseburger smoothie. Oh, man. I can see that being on Gilmore Girls, but I don't specifically remember it. So, happy Gilmore. That one was Gilmore Girls. Uh, Uh, You are four out of five right now. Doing fantastic. Thank you. Next one. Hey, why don't I just go eat some hay, make make things out of clay, lay by the bay? I just may. What do you say? 
Happy Gilmore. That's Happy Gilmore as well. <laughs> I'm attracted to pie, but I do not feel the need to date pie. Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls. These all feel like they could be either one. <laughs> <laughs> what? Friends listen to Endless Love in the Dark. Um, Happy Gilmore. That's also Happy Gilmore. <laughs> hey, my girlfriend is dead, you know. She fell off a cliff and died on impact. Um, Happy Gilmore? Yes, that's also Happy Gilmore. <laughs> and the last one, if it was physically possible to make love to a hot beverage, this would be the one. Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls. You got nine out of ten. Wow. Also, doesn't it seem like the Gilmore Girls ones were a little bit more risque, I think, than some of the Happy Gilmore risque, ones? Yeah. Talking about making love to beverages and things yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, cool. Yeah. Hey, good job. That was uh, Thanks, Gilmore too. Girls or Happy Gilmore. <laughs> Thank you. We're going to have to watch Happy Gilmore, though, I think. No, we're not. We're, oh, we'll see. We'll see. Well, hey, <laughs> look, guys, that was fun talking about Gilmore Girls. Mm-hmm. That's your dream to just get me to talk about Gilmore Girls Are with you, you for an hour. Are you going to watch the rest of the series with me? The I first, think I already told you. The first you. four seasons. Just uh, the first four seasons. We'll see. I'll, you know, you can put it on we and all. We can make out. But then I'm not really watching it. Okay, yes, we'll okay. make out. Yes. All right. <laughs> If you want to. All right, good. <laughs> anyway, um, look, hey, next week, we're going to be talking about, I, I would say, a similar show. No, that's not what I meant. A show from the same time period. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> not a similar show at all, but though it is about family. <laughs> yes, And the, it is. the issues that you have with your life dreams and your tricky situations and things like oh, that. I would say this is a trickier life path or to navigate yeah. than uh, Gilmore Girls. Yeah. So the, next week, we're going to be talking about a show, actually, that we've not seen at all, except for the pilot, but yeah. it's an older show. We yeah. we watched the pilot, and this a was based critically on critically acclaimed show. Critically acclaimed show, mm-hmm. based on a suggestion from a fan out there on yeah. Twitter, tweeted at us, Grant, thank you. Um, yeah, thanks, Grant. Yeah, and a fellow OU Bobcat, Ohio yeah. University. Excellent. And um, we're going to be talking about The Sopranos. Yeah. I'm excited, because this is like... People say this is like uh, the show that kind of changed television. Mm-hmm. We watched that pilot and, uh, you know, I was into it. So yeah, uh, I don't know why the, I never watched it. We just didn't have HBO and I was too young when it came out. Yeah. And then um, this is the first show we're going to be covering on the podcast that we had never watched before and that we've we've only, only seen, seen the, the pilot. pilot we won't so. be able to know what happens. We yeah. can make predictions. Who knows? It's going to be a um, different kind of episode for us. Yeah. And The Sopranos. If you want to watch it before you uh, listen to our podcast, it's available on Amazon Prime, Mm -hmm. the whole series. Um, Mm -hmm. It's also available on HBO if you don't have that. But even if you just have Amazon, it's on there. And so um, look look out for that coming at you next week. And um, hey, guys, until then, follow us on Facebook at Yumi and TV, on Twitter at Yumi and TV Pod, on Instagram at Yumi and TV Podcast. If you want to, you can email us at yumiantvpodcast at gmail.com. Give, give us a subscri- subscribe to us on a, Do I? On a subscribe on Apple Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> give us a five-star review. Uh, you know, subscribe anywhere you listen to. Review anywhere you listen to. I don't know where the reviews are if you don't listen, if you 
you know, listen to us somewhere else. I don't even know if you can leave reviews on other places. I have no idea. I don't know either, but it, it <laughs> makes me feel real good when I see a review. A little yeah. five-star review. Well, if, it's a good review. <laughs> if it's a bad review, it makes me feel real angry and confused. It makes Why me did cry. you listen? Why did you listen and give it a bad review? Why didn't you just not listen? <laughs> it would be um, so easy. <laughs> it, we're not famous. <laughs> um, anyway, guys, this has been fun. This is, you know, I say this each week recently. This is our longest episode so far. And oh, if you man. stuck with it this far, you are really, really a cool person. That yeah. I, I'm just happy that you're a part of our, our Dupree family here. You're happy, Gilmore. Okay, that's it. Uh, <laughs> bye! Bye!